Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 6th of February. Taking on the opposition over the controversial Citizenship Amendment Act, Prime Minister Narendra Modi, while speaking at the parliament, accused the Congress and the left of inciting people at protest sites. He reiterated that the act will not impact any Indian citizen, including Muslims. He said even Jawaharlal Nehru was in favour of protecting minorities from Pakistan. So was Nehru also communal? Did he also want a Hindu Rashtra? The Prime Minister asked. Modi said that while the Congress treats Muslims as a minority for their vote bank politics, the BJP government considers them as Indians. He also used the opportunity to make several jibes at the Congress party. He called them out for the anti-Sikh riots of 1984. He said those who love to be photographed with the Tukre Tukre gang are the ones opposing the new citizenship law. The Prime Minister claimed that if his government continued to follow the ways of the UPA, then the Ram Janmabhoomi matter would have remained unsolved. Kartarpur corridor would not have been a reality. There would also be no India-Bangladesh land agreement. Article 370 would not have been history. And Muslim women would have kept suffering due to triple talaq. He listed many accomplishments of his government, including their work in the sanitation sector, development in the northeast, among others. However, what got everybody's attention, including that of the media, was the Prime Minister's dig at Rahul Gandhi. While replying to a debate on the President's speech, Modi referred to a Congress MP's comment where the MP had reportedly said that the youth would beat up the Prime Minister with sticks because of the lack of jobs. As soon as Rahul Gandhi stood up to respond, the Prime Minister said, and I quote, I have been speaking for over 30 to 40 minutes, but it took this long for the current to reach. The Prime Minister's supporters were very amused as they burst out laughing and thumped their desks in support. As we've seen over the last few weeks, that the Shaheen Bagh protests have become the target of all kinds of misinformation campaigns and hatred. Just day before, we published a report by our correspondent Ayush and Alt News' Jignesh refuting the fake news spread by BJP's IT cell head Amit Malviya himself about how the women of Shaheen Bagh are being paid to protest. Before I get to the news, to all the listeners who have not read the report yet, you have to read it. I insist. And that is because it is essential for every consumer of news via social media to understand how misinformation spreads like wildfire online. And once it reaches people, the effects are irreversible. It takes a lot for someone to undo the damage. But News Laundry and Alt News did just that. And we will continue to do so. All we need is your support. Subscribe to News Laundry. Go to our website and click on the subscribe button on the top right corner. Coming back to today's story, the latest attack on Shaheen Bagh came today from Union Minister Giriraj Singh, who claimed that the protests against the Citizenship Amendment Act in New Delhi are no longer merely a demonstration, but a breeding ground for suicide bombers. In a tweet with a video of a Shaheen Bagh woman encouraging other women to continue protesting, Singh said that a conspiracy against the country is being hatched in the capital itself. In the run-up to the assembly election in Delhi, many ministers of the BJP, including Yogi Adityanath and Amit Shah himself, have made contentious remarks against the protesters at Shaheen Bagh. Meanwhile, AIMIM chief Asaduddin Ovesi raised concerns that the government might use force against the Shaheen Bagh protesters after the assembly election. He said they might turn Shaheen Bagh into Jallianwala Bagh. 
Owaisi demanded that the government must give an answer to who is radicalizing. Talking of anti-CAA protests, Delhi police has sought the permission of the Delhi government to convert a stadium into a temporary prison for protesters who might create disruptions on 8th of February when Delhi goes to polls. Madhya Pradesh police has arrested three people in connection to a mob attack on six farmers in Dhar district yesterday. One of the farmers was lynched and the others suffered injuries. Suspecting them to be kidnappers, a mob of hundreds of villagers attacked the farmers in Borlai village. The Madhya Pradesh government has announced a compensation of 2 lakh rupees to the relatives of the farmer who died in the attack. According to the Dhar district police superintendent, the six men are well-off farmers from Indore and Ujjain district. They had paid 2 and a half lakh rupees to three labor contractors based in Dhar recently for hiring agricultural laborers. The trouble began when the contractors failed to supply the promised laborers. The contractors then returned 1 lakh rupees to the farmers and asked them to come to Khirkia village for the remaining 1 and a half lakh rupees. When the farmers reached the village, they were attacked in a pre-planned manner by the contractors and their aides. They tried to flee but they got stuck in a traffic jam. This is when the contractors spread a false rumor about the farmers being child lifters. Officials of the Income Tax Department found 65 crore rupees during raids on a powerful financier in the Tamil film industry. The officials searched the properties of AGS Cinemas, film financier Anbu Chelian in Madurai, and questioned Tamil film star Vijay in an alleged tax evasion case. The actor's home in Chennai was also searched yesterday. An official from the department said that the counting is still going on and the total seizure is likely to go up. The income tax officer also said that they found unaccounted transactions between Anbu Chelian and Vijay after which the actor's Chennai home was raided. Vijay is being questioned today as well. AGS Cinemas had produced the Vijay Stara superhit film Bijil last year. Vijay, the son of veteran film director S A Chandrasekhar, is believed to be interested in joining politics. Not long after the news broke, the actor's fans who call him Thalapati, meaning commander in Tamil, started a hashtag we stand with vijay on twitter which instantly became a top trend concluding the third impeachment trial of a president in american history the republican controlled senate as everyone expected has acquitted donald trump of charges of abuse of power and obstruction of congress senator mitt romney was the only republican to vote to remove trump he said the president committed as egregious an assault on the constitution as can be made No Democrats voted for acquittal. Meanwhile, Democrats are already planning to continue their investigations, starting with a possible subpoena of John Bolton, whom the Senate did not call to testify. The former National Security Advisor claimed in a book manuscript that Trump conditioned security aid on Ukraine's willingness to investigate the president's Democratic rivals. Regardless of the acquittal, the impeachment inquiry and Trump's own words have produced a set of facts that are largely beyond dispute, which is the president did pressure a foreign government to take actions aimed at his political opponents. Looks like the saga of this impeachment will only come to an end when the real jury, that is 150 million American voters, deliver their verdict in November. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. For those of you who want to understand why we at News Laundry keep on harping about how important it is for you to pay to keep news free, do read my colleague Jeshree's report on Republic TV. 
On the day of the first Jamia shooting, the channel ran several shows, including a primetime segment, lying to viewers saying that the shooter was a Shaheen Bagh protester. While the channel was rightly called out by thousands online for spreading misinformation, Jayashree dug a bit deeper and found out all the brands that sponsored these shows. Some of them include Aquaguard, Manuar, Raymond, Star Health Insurance and Honda. Shouldn't these brands be held accountable for promoting fake news and hate-mongering? This is exactly why we at News Laundry do not take any ads. You know what they say in Hindi, Na rahega baas, na bajegi basuri. Meaning, you gotta deal with the trouble by cutting it off at its source. Also, do not miss Chitranshu's piece on Scoopwoop's interview of Manoj Tiwari. Chitranshu argues that the interview, which appeared all candid and fun, actually does a disservice because it failed to hold Tiwari, the president of Delhi BJP, accountable for his party's polarizing election campaign. So, let me repeat one more time, do your bit, dear listeners, and pay to keep news free. A monthly subscription to News Laundry costs as low as 300 bucks. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.